Let's soft-side it. Welcome back to Scotch and Splendid, guys, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like the possibility of your favorite show on Earth being rebooted. Woot woot. Here, woot, woot. here on Scotch and Splendid. With, with nervous excitement. With nervous potential excitement. <laughs> here on Scotch and Splendid, we're talking about anything and everything in The Office, most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I am Nick. In this episode, it's going to be a lazy Scranton episode that we are going to be talking about the potential reboot and uh, resurgence of this news um, that has happened most recently, including you know Greg Daniels working on something, actually working on something. So we're going to talk a little bit about this, maybe have a little bit of fun with it too, maybe some uh, some finer points. And we'll, we've, I mean, this is a huge what if, guys. Yeah. What if the office comes back? Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it it makes me nervous. The ultimate what if? It's the <laughs> ultimate yeah. what if? I think for this podcast, we've uh, we've said before, and others have said before. I'm sure. I mean, you think of like Steve Carell has been quoted as saying, like, the Office just wouldn't work in today's climate. And so yeah. I'm curious how they'll be able to, how they would, I guess, if it ends up being rebooted how they would end up being able to kind of capture the spirit of that show again without sacrificing quality. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how would you go about that? And, you know, especially if you're talking about, maybe you're not even talking about recasting or, or maybe it's a different office. Maybe it's some, I don't know how you would bring it back around after you wrapped it the way you did. Everybody's moved on, gone on to different things in their lives, those characters. So like, how do you, how would you bring something like that back? Now, the possibility would be that they are in fact doing like a different office in a different industry or something along those lines. Right. Um, I, let me, let me kick this off for you guys. Um, this was from screen rant and this was at the end of September of 2023 that, uh, basically screen rant summarized it up that, uh, the office reboot reported earlier this month is a soon to close development deal with showrunner Greg Daniels exploring possibilities to restor- return to the show's mockumentary format. There is no guarantee that the project will move forward to the production stage, and if it does, it will be a long way off. Yeah. While some members of the original cast have expressed openness to reprising their roles in the past, others have been less positive about a potential reboot. So I mean that's kind of that's kind of the you know shtick of it all. Um, they they kind of had that um, wasn't there like the they we've well I've seen on social media lots of times like the cast will rekindle get back together yeah have a dinner that kind of stuff sure um, different members who can make it and whatnot. But what do you guys think on this? If if that if based on the way that's talking, it sounds like they would re reuse the mockumentary style. Yeah, right. That they use for the office, not bring back the full cast of sorts. Sure. Well, so 
I just have a million questions. Right. First, yeah. like, is it going to be an actual reboot of The Office? Like, Dunder Mifflin, they sell paper. Right. Right. The yep. goofy boss. And I could see them because I, I think Australia just started filming an office. Oh, office really? Australia. Oh, I, I have so. heard about this. Yeah, and the and Mike the Michael Scott character is is, is a woman, and and I think that would work. I mean, we could in the reboot. It doesn't matter. There's no rules, right? Right. Like he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But I just want to know: is it going to be traditional? It's still going to be like maybe not called Dunder Mifflin, but it's is it paper or right. are they selling something else stupid? Right. See, I have I have questions even with that. Like, does the concept of a paper company in 2023? or whatever year you're listening to this mm-hmm. actually works still. Like we're in such a digital paperless world in so many aspects. Like there are uh, uh, like most places are just paperless by default. Now, even I know like mm-hmm. my bank is that way. I know all my, my utilities are that way. Like if you want to get a paper bill, you've got to pay extra to get you, a paper you bill pay at, extra this point. at this point. You're right. Yeah. Like they're yeah. trying to eliminate paper anywhere that we can. And so I'm curious if that would even work, but that's that's where maybe I, I wonder if they would go a different route and go with maybe is it like is it like a tech startup or something? Right. Or is that so far out of left field that that's not the route that they would go? Yeah. Well, what's something that, you know, 10 years ago was huge and that's slowly dying off now, you know, because that, that I mean, in 2005, when this aired, paper was already on the brink of becoming yeah. less and less, you know, prevalent in every industry, right? Yeah, sure. moving to digital, you know, moving to digital based like storage, filing, things like that. Yeah. cloud space and whatnot. And you know, that that's right. I mean, you think about 2005, we're moving in, there's more computer work being done. Oh. I wonder if okay. Here's where I'm at with it. I bet because I'm trying to think of, I was like, okay, think about where you were in 2013. Think 10 years ago. And I'm thinking about like how saturated the market was with like, because I went to school for computer networking and security. That's what my degree is in. And so uh, I think Ooh, about I a how, degree. how <laughs> saturated the market is. Sh- yeah, clearly I'm cleaning up over here. But how saturated it was with people for like computer programming and web design and stuff like that. What if they're an IT company? Because so much IT is being outsourced to, I don't, India or wherever now at this right. point in time. Like we're doing some sort of like offshore call center that they're doing for like IT support. Are they like an IT support company? Are they something like that? Maybe it's telemarketing. <laughs> it could be telemarketing. Oh, yeah. It could be, I mean, you know, a, the amount AI of robots. Is taking that over anyway. Yeah. hundred yeah, I mean, percent spam calling, really things is. like that. You know, I always end up defaulting back to like mobile technology and stuff, but yeah. you know, just because of like, I don't know, my life, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but it's, you really think about that and think about at this point the the idea of you know they had flip phones in the original office for the, a long time yeah like leading up to and then we actually saw them trans transfer over into like their blackberries their blackberries and, and and even by the end iPhones and yeah. smartphones so yeah. um, I, I always wish think, my iPod could make phone calls no I don't want an no, iPhone I don't want an iPhone yeah <laughs> no the other one no the other one. No, no, the other one. Um, yeah. I think there's, I think there's got to be something. I, I think it would be. It, it would almost be like this balance of like 
uh, whatever whatever tech is going on right now, and or or they sell appliances. Yeah. They're a smaller appliance store, or they're sure. a smaller yeah, like a go. Radio Shack. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I feel like something That'd like that good. is like well, nobody comes into a store to like buy stuff on like for we just do it online. Yeah, like so I just I feel go like to Amazon be- and I buy a coffee maker. That's what I do. Yeah. Do you have a website? Well, we have a website, but I mean, it needs to get upgraded. Yeah. Like, so we can actually do e-commerce, like that kind of a thing. You know what I mean? But it's so hard because you don't want the idea to become too convoluted. Yeah. You know? Well, and you run you run the risk of, when I was talking earlier about like, uh, are they something like a tech startup? It's like, okay, well, how do you distance yourself then at that point from shows like a Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley or something exactly. like that? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was afraid of too. Is like, how do you uh, differentiate? Uh, because you have to do it on the East Coast or in the Midwest. That's yeah. how you differentiate. And I think yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. Um, because it's it's not easy. And I think of what I mean. Let's let's just take it back for like two more minutes here. What, at one point, paper was something every company needed. Yeah. So what is something that like five years ago to 10 years ago, every company needed? Internet. Maybe they're a telecom. Telecom. Maybe they're a, they're a small telecom, like yeah. a small local one. They're selling internet service and phone service and right. VoIP, stuff like that. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have stuff they're like that. They're getting pushed out by the big mega, like your Comcasts and your Xfinities and stuff like that. Yeah. Office, like, you know, Dunder Mifflin moved into office supplies and like printers and copiers yeah. and stuff like that, got, right? They Scanners. became Saber. They became Saber. Yeah. And they were still selling a lot of office supplies. Sure. So, I mean, you even have the point of like, I mean, how much do people really need pens anymore? Yeah. How much do people really even yeah. need sticky post-it notes and that kind of stuff? Um yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, or just basic technology, laptops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it has to be something tech based, but you can't you can't run over to Silicon Valley's like style of stuff. Yeah, well, you have to be yeah, you have to be careful that you don't cross over into stuff like that. Well, and it's tough because like I want to know too: is it something that's going to be an all original show? Like, is it something that's going to be broadcast exclusively on a Peacock? Is it something? Right. Like, like the new Star Trek was, is it something that's going to be like a premium service, like an HBO? Like, would they pay for something like that? Yeah. Because your production value, your your uh, talent that you can acquire yeah, goes so far up the roof, like from going to something like an HBO or a Showtime versus yeah. something like a, it's a Peacock original. Or right. Whatever. Like, I guarantee it'll be a Peacock original. It would be, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like, think about like, there was probably not, I mean, they talk about it on obviously it's how much this was and how much that was, but like yeah. to film the office could not have been that expensive. No, yeah. it's all, it's you all know? in one set that's reused a million different times. It's right. the same cast. Yep. It's the same. Yeah. So I, I have a, I have some fun. I do have some fun theories and ideas. Like it's so hard to nail down, like what a product is that they're doing or, and you know, maybe again, it's not even a selling thing. Yeah. It's just an office, you know, yep. it doesn't have to be like they sell things or, you know, it's just, what is their business? I guess. <gasps> what if they're a travel agency? Oh God. <laughs> Which are actually coming back. <laughs> they are. Travel agencies are legitimately coming yeah. back because it's such an industry now, like to be able to book tickets, hotels and yeah. things. 
it's funny, you know, you can do it by yourself, but people love that. Yeah. That to have it all done for them. Um, that's actually not bad at all. But I love the idea that it is some sort of adjacent industry to paper that it would allow you to at least bring back some cameos from people. Yeah. Like a Charles Minor. Sure. You know what I mean? What if it's a real estate office? Oh, yeah. What if they're selling both residential and commercial real estate? Because you get people who are the actual salespeople. You get your real estate agents or realtors if they belong to that. You get people who are like back of house office admin. You get accounting. You have HR. You have all that jazz. Yeah, all under one roof. And it's with sort of the quote unquote housing bubble that we're in now. Right. I think that that could be an interesting take on things. Definitely, that's a good one too. I love that idea. I love you know, well, Charles Minor came from Satakoy Steel. Yeah. Um, I love African American culture. So interesting. Um, but, you know, like I say, something that some of these these characters can flow back in through. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? It would That's be fun to be able to get. Because you think of, like, the people who have said for sure that they would want to come back is, like, your, your Leslie David Baker, your Brian Baumgartner, your Phyllis Smith. Like, mm-hmm. it's Phyllis, it's Kevin, it's Stanley. Like, a lot of the big ones, I know, I have to imagine that, like, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey would be, would be, okay coming back but i know for sure that like john krasinski has said like he's tried super hard to distance himself from jim as that character right i mean like he's tried to take on these more dramatic roles and more like action movie stuff with like his jack reacher on amazon and things like that i think i think a lot of the big ones that they really got pigeonholed you know to a degree even steve carell even though he went on to do amazing stuff afterwards yeah um but, you know, you do. You talk about things getting pigeonholed, and I, I don't think a lot of the big ones would want to come back. Yeah. I have um, a really, no. really hard time even today still seeing John Krasinski as anybody but anybody Jim. Anybody but Jim. It's sort of – you yeah. see him in a quiet place. You're like, oh, Jim's family can't be louder. They'll get killed by the monsters. It's like, yeah. oh, Jim works for the CIA now. I like, know. That's sort of – like, that's just where <laughs> I'm at. Like – it's it's hard to see him as anybody else because that's what I always knew him as. Yeah, and I I think honestly that um, I think Rain Wilson as the obviously the main character of the yeah. entire series as we've stamped into the ethos. Yeah. Um, I think it would even be somewhat tough for him if you guys have you guys watched Rain Wilson's more recent um, kind of search for happiness documentary no i haven't he no but no. i listened to it. he was on a podcast i listened to he talked about it yeah um i've watched some of it it's really good um it's like rain wilson it, it, based on everything that we know about rain wilson he's had lots of success and but overall he's kind of a depressed guy yeah he's a, he's an overly anxious guy sure and it's like he basically goes and travels through different countries that are considered the happiest in the world and even some of the saddest in the world. Yeah. And kind of goes through like the cultural like um, experiences that they have. And I think the first one was like in Iceland. Yeah. And uh, it's super cool. Super okay. cool. I think he would be open to it though. Sure. Uh, to a degree. I, think, I don't think he would. I you think don't think he so? Would. No, I think he wouldn't. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Might draw him back I, I too think far. The only way it. that maybe this is successful is if they almost say none of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's let's take that. I mean, and let's let's do. Who would you want to see in a documentary like this? 
And I would want to see Steve be... Carell play Michael Scott. Um, okay. And... <laughs> no. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wouldn't have no, gone I just, there. I think I think it'd be weird if they like did a reboot and like M- Meredith was Meredith. Yeah. And Stanley was Stanley, but then like Pam is someone else and Jim is someone else. Like it would yeah. be like it feel like okay, but is this you know it just wouldn't make sense plus like i mean like stanley now is probably getting to the point where you know leslie david baker he's probably getting too old to play that you know like this is you you think about this this show ended when 13 yeah 2013 2013 that this ended that's 10 years ago yeah i mean 10 years is a long time especially when you're in your 30s and 40s the one person that I think would be fun to have back no matter what that would maybe be a funny just like under the radar joke that they never acknowledge is have Creed Bratton back as Creed yeah, Bratton. Creed somewhere. Bratton. Like he's just one of those all work till I die type of old people. Yeah. Because I bet he finally got out back. of prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Um, he got he got placed there in some sort of like job placement thing out of prison. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's a temp. He's a temp. He's a 96-year-old temp. Um <laughs> like I I want to I want to think about, you know, some of these characters, but you know, some of the beauty of what the office really was. Yeah. Um was that we didn't really know who a lot of these people were. Yeah, they were relative right. unknown actors, most of them coming in, weren't they? Yeah, because yeah, that was the intent. Yeah, because yep. you had like Steve Carell left to do more with movies and stuff like that. Like right. he had he had like 40-year-old Virgin come out during the filming and all that jazz, and he really started to kind of blow up and take off. Right. Um, but yeah, you have relatively unknown actors and actresses for this. I think that would be fun. But I, I just don't know... My problem is, like, I just don't know TV nowadays, like, network TV nowadays well enough to know, like, who would be the actors or actresses that you would hire for this. Yeah. Because if it's not something like an HBO show, they're never going to attract stuff like the big Hollywood talent. You're never yeah, but going- maybe that's not what we want. Yeah, know? and that's fine. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know who I would even begin to try and cast in those roles. I think that... Let's uh, let's create some ideas here. Then I think creating some ideas around like some of these characters that are going to be in a close quartered office for let's say two seasons. Yeah. And what kind of characters do you really want to see? Do we want it to be to feel closer to, you know, the season one, two, three vibes, or do we want it to be more close to like the season five, six ish? You know. I, just, I want I, one, two, three, but I don't think they can do it anymore. So yeah, I don't. Be so hard to pull off, man. Like I don't know what they would do. They can't. Um, I mean, the the humor has to just has to be more politically correct now. Yeah, I I almost wonder if they wouldn't do something like. I know that like Steve Carell is a big talent, and I don't know that he'd come back for sure but i know that like he's worked again with greg daniels with like space force on netflix which i haven't watched but yeah i remember um, that yeah but i wonder if maybe they would bring him back as a way to sort of like address that concern like maybe he uh, michael scott retired but was bored with retirement now he's come back out of retirement and he's ready to get back to work or whatever it is. And so now he's got to adjust to a modern day workplace and how it's completely different than how he was allowed to kind of behave and 
operate previously. Dude, well, that would just in, be amazing. I just yeah, don't think it's yeah. going to happen. I don't think so either. I think, <laughs> you know what? You just kind of sparked something here for me too. The fact that it could be in Colorado now yeah. at this point, and it could be around even like a dispensary. Oh, yeah. I think that would be yeah. hilarious. Michael, um, Michael works for like industry. one of those mega dispensaries that has their own like oh. grow operation and all that jazz as well. That would be hilarious to me, even though I think it would... But but and so here's the thing is it could be that. Right. But the problem is, is you can't have everybody just be a stoner. Everybody yeah. should be as normal as possible. Right. And almost you almost never even talk about it other than like a product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be the beauty of it. That would be very funny. It would not be it would not be like, oh, yeah, everyone's stoner. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the stoner guy. It's like, no, everything. Everybody actually treats this very much like a business. Yeah. And very straight laced and straight faced. Yeah, that would be. Funny. And, and then you have like, I think your boss could be somebody who's like, um, like a kind of like a powerful woman. Yeah, you know, kind of a kind of a Joe Bennett again type yeah. of character, but. or or even a little like yeah, kind of like younger. Yeah, you know, like that strong like m- like maternal thing, or yeah. you know, like uh, feel going on. Um, and then you who's the gal from uh, Thirty Rock? I'm blanking on her name. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah, like that. Tina. That's Fey. the boss. Oh, she would be very funny. Tina as the Fey boss. would be amazing as that. Um. Or 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 Kristen Wiig, yeah, yeah. Also, I think or Elizabeth Banks, funny. she could do it too. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks would be really funny. Elizabeth Banks is oh just God. kind of doing whatever she wants I know. now. She just did Cocaine Bear, didn't she? She was the director for that, dude. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so this part's getting me. This part's getting me really stoked, actually. Okay, so we've we've got. But we've got somebody like a Kristen Wiig or an Elizabeth Banks, something like that, yeah. as like a straight lace, straight face power suit kind of gal. Yeah. You know, and then we're flipping this on its head, right? Michael was kind of the incompetency where everyone else, he was the outlandish one, whereas the cat, the, the staff was pretty normal for the most part, other than obviously Dwight. Yeah. Well, now we flip it on its head where a, a lot of the employees maybe. Um, like maybe it's half and half, right? Yeah. Um, a little bit more on the on the vein of like um, uh, Parks and Rec. Sure, there's a little bit more. Yep, crazy. A little more too. ridiculousness. A little bit more, right? Not too much, but you've got you've got one of those at the top, and then hit her second in command, dude. Yeah, is or, or could be a girl too. Is is just doesn't know how to delegate shouldn't be in a leadership role whatever who could that be um i so zach efron, zach, zach efron. <laughs> that would be, no you know who i think that is it's kieran culkin from succession kieran culkin nice. yeah <laughs> Nice. You mean the, the kid think, who drinks Pepsi in Home Alone and what's the bed? Yes. Yeah, he's a uh, Fuller. <laughs> yep, Fuller. Yeah. Also the roommate in Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's you bring him in, he's kind of in like his his mid to late thirties. Yep. Um he's got kind of the right age for it. He's in succession, he does a pretty good job of being real over the top sometimes, but yeah. also operating under like a business perspective. Right. I think he's got a really good like like kind of glassy eyed approach yeah. to what that role could be. 
I'm good with Kieran Culkin. I think he would be funny in something like that, where he's just like constantly being babysat almost. Right. Like he's really trying his best, but is doing a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> he's still just doing a terrible job. He's um, like, I like, I like to think that he's like a, uh, like a nepo baby in there in some way. He got the job because like his uncle is the owner or something to that effect. Right. There, there. And they said we'll just put him in a middle management position where he can't really do any real harm. Real harm, yeah. And then there's blame to go either way if he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which definitely adds to the character of why something didn't get relayed, but then like other people catch the the fire for it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I I don't know. I guess it slipped through the cracks. I threw it in the mail. I don't know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, he's David Wallace's nephew. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's that's David what, Wallace's that's how kid. He's David Wallace's kid who grew up the drummer kid. And he, who's so yeah. obnoxious. <laughs> and no, he, that, that kid's a redhead. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> he is definitely somebody who like he's he kind of dresses up but not really yeah. for what he needs to do, but he always rides his bike in because he's very green. Yeah. So there's yeah. Kieran Culkin <laughs> in this role. I like him in a middle management role. Yeah, for sure. Who who's who who can we who we think about in some sales team ideas here? Well, I don't know. This is where we get kind of in the weeds like I was talking about with yeah. like I just don't know You don't want to be too the, known. I just don't know the caliber of actor or actress that would take a role in this show. Yeah. Because there's going to be people that are sort of your reachers and your settlers, right? There's right. going to be people who are getting their big break with this show, and right. there are going to be people who are like, oh, well, I would like to work on this show because I'd love to work with Elizabeth Banks and Greg Daniels. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think comedian... Um, I think comedian Nate Bargatze... Oh, he's super funny. ...would fit really well into this cast in, in some way, shape, or form, whether he be a corporate higher-up of some kind. I really love him in charge of distribution. Distribution? He's like, he's got to be the no-nonsense guy, and they all try and joke around with him, but he's just he's just, just stone-faced all the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> everybody, makes, everybody makes weed puns around him, but he's yeah. just like, so... So you do, or like, are we going? To so do is this, this actually going to some place called Blazetown, Texas, or are you just fucking around on your paperwork again? Is this really what we want to do? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> because last I checked, you know, like you know, if we you all could, have a job and a time frame that we need to work inside if of. You could stop sending me Outlook calendar invites for all of our meetings at exactly four twenty. That would be great. I yeah. have a daily meeting <laughs> at three thirty, which generally runs until four, runs and until. then I need to be prepped for a meeting at four thirty. <laughs> it's getting kind of old. And, uh, he's the no nonsense guy. I think this is great. I think just having these like kind of key players, yeah, you know, um, and uh, I think that I think that's wonderful. Um, I I do have to assume that uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look somebody up here really fast. You guys you guys go on, please. Yeah. So what BJ, what the, do you uh, got? What if the HR uh, relationship? was Kieran Culkin as second in charge and, you know, not getting along with the Toby of the office. And then the manager, Elizabeth Banks, gets along great with the Toby of the office. Okay. So okay. it's kind of a... <laughs> Who is that? Maybe, 
so maybe like it's the second in charge okay doesn't get along with hr but it's hr bullies him not oh him okay. bullying hr because type. the hr person is is mad that he's like the nepo kid who got put in this role that he didn't deserve correct yeah okay and so it's like and he's just constantly undermining him and telling him he's stupid basically without telling him he's stupid yeah you know and it's like you just flip it flip the script totally on that one yes i love that i love the idea that you've got like an hr and a supervisor that are like very much a unified front of like we know we can't fire so okay so maybe like your kieran culkin type becomes your michael scott he is your main quote unquote main character right even though we know that dwight Schrute was really your main character but regardless and maybe that's sort of your underlying plot is the Elizabeth Banks type and the HR head type are, how do we get this kid to quit because we can't fire him? Yeah. <laughs> have you made, have you made, I have a great, oh, I've got a great, do you, do you know? Use your words. Did you propose anybody for this HR role? No. No. Lamorne Morris. Oh, Winston from Winston New Girl. Winston from oh, New Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Hell more. yeah. And I'm telling you, oh, yes. he's another probably stone face on this. Yeah. I think that is, and like, because his stairs, his thousand yard stairs mm-hmm. are golden for really this kind good of stuff. stuff. And I'm telling you, if you had, if you had like Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Wiig doing that, you still got Kieran Culkin in the middle. And then you've got, you know, then you have Lamorne Morris also bringing back all the hr stuff and is very by the book almost by the book uh, to a very like hard degree but then because he's a black guy in the weed business he's constantly getting approached by police <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> or people are making making bad assumptions about him like he is like constantly. rastafarian or something like that oh my and God. like it's just it's just a constant barrage he'd be like, of he'd be him like, just being my name like, is Dylan. Like so, <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't even smoke weed. He doesn't yeah. even <laughs> smoke weed. That's the thing. Like he's like I he's like honestly so I graduated he's like uh, gra- gra- graduated summa cum laude actually um, from I don't someplace someplace good. We'll just say University of Colorado. Like, We're already in Colorado. Yeah, like yeah. Say you went there. Say you went to or you went yeah, to UC Colorado. Dartmouth. Dartmouth. He went to you UC know? Boulder. He's a local guy. Yeah, he's he's like honestly, I've lived here my whole life, and ever ever since, uh, you know, we did become legal here, however long ago. I mean, it's it's just been kind of rough. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's been a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> no, he he moved home because of COVID. And, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And he just now he's trapped in this, and he's just miserable. Like, I was, and uh, my uh, you know, COVID hit my family pretty hard, and I moved home uh, to be with my family, and now I'm trapped. He's I like, love, I love the idea that he, <laughs> he was something. in the tech business out on the West Coast after graduating from Dartmouth, like a top near the class, and he had to move back home because he had just kind of like. After everything, it just kind of fell apart because the housing industry out there just went to absolute junk, and now he's back home with I, his parents. Yeah, I love the idea that he did something much more important at some point. Yes. But his minor was like human resources. Right. And so he was able to find a job doing that just as a way to kind of make money, but now he's stuck with it. Since the since the you know marijuana industry has been kind of booming, you know. Yeah. HR is pretty easy to get a job in this one. So I think it's safe to say that if they were to be set in some sort of like mega dispensary type business, Creed Bratton could not appear. 
Um, he would be an absolute liability. I have, yeah. <laughs> I have one more that I think would be a great addition to this cast. I'm going to find her um, because she would be a really great kind of outlandish feel to this kind of almost hippie girl. And her name is... Is it Jenny from Forrest Gump? It's Maria Thayer. <laughs> Maria Thayer. Mm. Show me a photo of Maria her. Maria Thayer was in Accepted. She was Wyoma in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. The the new, you, if you see her in this picture, you're not going to recognize her. Um, well, I'm going to try this. Pull it up. Jamie, there you go. Pull it up. Jamie. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. Let's see. Jamie, pull that up. Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yeah. She would be a great kind of, like, almost quintessential hippie. Yeah. But doesn't do any drugs. Yep. I She's really a like supplement the, person. I love the idea that they all work for, <laughs> she's like... She's a supplement person. Oh. And she's oh, really into her supplements. It, maybe it's not weed. Maybe it's, it's supplements. supplements. Yeah. Oh, it's a supplement. It's like GNC. Like, or, she, <laughs> or she is she is the supplement person. Oh, Okay. Okay. The weed weed okay. stays as is. She is the she's the head of the supplement company that doesn't want weed to be a thing. Like this. Okay. She's the competition, but she looks like a major like stoner hippie type. But she's all into the supplements. So now we have our juxtaposed people, straight laced, fairly straight laced in the in the weed industry, and yeah. the funny people, and the kind of like uh, off the wall people who are in this like supplement industry. <laughs> When we started this episode, did we intend to talk <laughs> about weed? No, I don't no. think so. I didn't. I don't smoke weed. I don't. Like, I, didn't. I don't. I like. I don't. So it's just like, but I think it's funny because, I, like, you know what? Ten years ago, is, yeah. Ten years ago, it wasn't legal all over the place. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think that's what's funny about it. It's a growing industry, not a de- not a, de- a depleting one. So I think I think it'd be opposite though because you need the you need the the how are we going to overcome the industry thing? So I would think if it's going to be a weed company, it's going to be a smaller regional, more mom pa that is getting edged out by the super pharma weed companies. <laughs> okay, okay. Can it over. I, can I come super left field with a totally different one? Yeah, I like the idea that they all work for some sort of like mega social media type like goop. Like for like a Gwyneth Paltrow type, oh, they all work within that company peddling like these fake remedies and dealing with like handling the magazine and the website and the the social media and the, all that jazz on top of it. Yes, and the and the person that they're working for is just like super off the wall, like. Uh, like crazy like oh we have to push this we have to push this and this is my new thing this week and we're really i'm going to india to study the effects of yada 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 i'll be gone for anywhere between two and 17 days yeah. and it's like okay how do we run the company yeah. <laughs> oh i love that too oh I think they're going to keep it pretty basic, guys. Instead of paper, it'll be like plastic. Yeah. I like know. Like there are yeah. plastics. We need, how is Deal. the plastic industry? Like it's depleting because nobody wants to use plastic anymore. Straws was one of yeah. our biggest biggest things. And now everyone's yep. trying to save the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> you ever used a plastic straw? They're garbage. They melt in your drink before you even get the chance to enjoy it. Like they've just got a Dwight Schrute type that's just super, super passionate about that. Yeah. 
I don't know. One sea turtle ruined the entire industry for everyone. See, that's yeah. the business Dunder Mifflin should have gotten into is paper straws. Paper straws. Yeah. See there? They should have pivoted, man. So Yep. Gotta stay relevant. I know. It's fun. It's fun to think about. Yeah. If they do a reboot on The Office, I, I, I hope it's as close as possible to some of the original stuff in like the, you know, first couple of seasons. And I think that they, I, if they do, I think that they should have a, a deadline or a time frame on it too. You know, I don't think it should, it should be like, Oh, hope this can run for 10 seasons. Yeah, We're just going to keep hey, bleeding this dry. We're going to, we're going to run this for like two seasons. See if we can get anything else out of it or just plan to, or, or certainly plan to cut it off at like three. Let's write three seasons of this show. Yeah, you know, and yeah. let's put an end game into place. So I don't want them to. We don't want them to mess with our with our favorite stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they're gonna screw up our ethos. Yeah, they're gonna screw up our ethos. We I don't just, want that. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. We'll just we'll give this as a warning, I guess. NBC and Peacock writers, if you think we go in hard on you guys now, we love that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck this one up. Don't even try. So, uh, right. I will say uh, when that show does air, yeah, our our podcast is probably going to pivot. We'll probably have to pivot <laughs> yeah. a little bit. And we're going to have to recap the most recent episode and discuss and yep. Deep yep. dive into them. There will be and more the- content coming out of this podcast, probably. Yeah, we're going to have to go to two episodes a week. Yeah. And it'll be one a traditional show with the whiskey and uh, fan theories. And mm-hmm. then one where we're just like, that episode was garbage and here's why we should set up a uh we should set up like a if we really do get a reboot and we get to a point where we're gonna have to pivot and do that sort of thing right let's just set up a discord and do like live watch parties i like we'll that. sit in yeah. there and we'll just watch them all together i like that and then and then Hell recap yeah. on the pod that sounds solid to me i dig i da- i'm down i dig it we'll do yeah. it well i suppose um, that's it for Lazy Scranton, guys. Yeah. There's an office reboot. Tell us what you think. Uh, give us some b- feedback. What you think this p- could potentially be. Greg Daniels is involved. A lot of the same original mockumentary format, you know, is going to be there. That's the goal. Tell us what you think it could be. What are some plot points? Who would you want to see in some, you know, uh, high point characters? Talk to us. Let us know what you guys think. We want to hear it. Shoot us a voicemail. At three one nine three five. Sorry, he looked. He looked at me. I thought. I thought Got he was going to lead me a little more in. Yeah. At three one nine three five nine seven nine seven seven. You got it. Um, drop us fan theory. Hit us up on Instagram, social media at Scotch Splenda, and uh, leave us a review, guys. We always appreciate it. Until next time, we're going to catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Goodbye.